0: Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Nina, you were going to tell us a little bit about something else that is disturbing that's sort of coming out of that same world where... Uh, you know, it's just an incredible uh, movement, even a sh- like a shadowy movement of some sort that is out there on the Internet right now, exposing people's private addresses and their faces and uh, basically trying to overturn the election through intimidation.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you probably read about the um, in Michigan they're you know, Michigan Secretary of State, AG, governor, they've all been they're all women, by the way, and they've all been. Doxed. They've had, you know, they've been their their homes have been surrounded by, you know, armed armed people. And um, Chris Krebs, you know, our, uh, national national uh, cyber guy who just got fired by Trump for saying that the election was secure, is um, he's among a number of people who are. Dozens of people, actually, I just saw it, who are on a private uh, a site that keeps getting knocked off the internet and then put back up, with the faces of the of these elected officials behind targets, and their home addresses.
0: Yeah, he has an example of uh, actually Krebs is uh,
1: uh, Krebs Krebs's is... Krebs Krebs lawyer is they're suing they're suing, I mean, and and you know you've got but it's that. That keeps coming up. And, you know, I've got a cyber security guy who's looking into it and reporting it, reporting it to the FBI every time it comes up. It, it's, it's what he says is whack-a-mole. They, they knock it off and then it comes up somewhere else. Um, he says it, it, it you know, it, it bears some hallmarks to, to, to uh, identifying to, to origin in Russia or the Ukraine, but he's not sure. Um, you know, that he said it's it's onion, it's layered and layered and layered. So who, who's putting this out there? But the point is that these people are are fomenting real violence, and that's banana republic stuff too, Zev. Mm, I mean that, absolutely. that is you know we've got El yeah. Hefe yeah. might not win the courts, but he's got people, he's got you know, armed people running around this country who are being incited to shoot and kill elected officials, and techs who worked on the election machines.
0: Yeah, I mean, this Yeah, you know, uh,
1: I mean, the guy in Georgia pleading for them to stop doing this. And the Republican Party, in signing that petition, and in refusing to acknowledge the election, they're in league with these people. It's unbelievable. Yes. The Republican... It is time to start talking about not banning the Republican Party, but something needs to be done. It's not the. it's this is you can't have a political party in league with these armed, threatening people. I'm, it, it just can't be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I, and I don't know. You know, I, I don't know what the what the FBI. I mean, you know, you have in this country, you have the right to car- in many of these states, you have the right to carry arms openly. And you have a, the right in, you know, inherently to menace people who aren't carrying guns and law enforcement is doing nothing about it on the ground. The FBI maybe is getting called in on these on this kind of a website. Oh, I've see you've put it up. I mean, that's yeah, one is. of that's one of dozens. I mean there, there are I dozens say, of,
0: of- I should read this out just. Like so I mean, let me let me just read out the bottom part here because I don't know if people can make it out. This is the former director of CISA. So this is a government official that is a national security position that was defending our election against foreign interference. That he's got a, a target on it his positive, face. He I was mean, a
1: Trump, he, yeah. right? He's not yeah. a Democrat.
0: Yeah, absolutely, a Trump appointee. And it says Trump was right to fire him and should have done so sooner. He is part of the plot to fraudulently elect Biden. Even Trump's own lawyer said he should be executed. I mean, this is, you know, it's calling for people to execute the the former government official who was in charge of a national security position defending America.
2: It's crazy. So, Frank Fugliuzzi was on MSNBC, I believe, last night, comparing what's going on right now to the end of a cult. And this is a very worrisome and I think very accurate statement. He says, you know, what happens, we're getting to a place where this is like the end of a cult. And when a cult, where its leaders realize that it, their, their adherents are going to recognize that the story they've told them does not meet reality and reality is about to come in, and that reality can come in in the form of the ATF and the FBI or some other event or the lack of an event that the world's not going to end, that very often those cult leaders force a violent end, and we're actually
1: it's a we town say. moment)
2: Yeah. But but this son of a bitch, Trump, you know, sat there in the third in the second debate with with Biden and, and said, I'm asking for the Proud Boys. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, that,
1: stand back and stand, back and stand
2: group, by. Group. Stand back and stand by. And, you know, this was this has been the plan for a while is to have is to get, get these guys, you know, ramped up. And this is the soul of the charge of sedition. Mm-hmm. Sedition is not just a felony if it works and people die and you, and you shoot the, the incoming president. It, sedition is a felony if you try it. Right. Because yeah. if you're from a position of power, and, and this is in, in the 14th Amendment, Clause 3, if you're an elected official and you're trying over this government, and I got a Bill Pascal from New Jersey, um, he's with you, Greg, because he's like, enough of this crap right now. Enough mm-hmm. of this. It is time to hit back. It is time to get this done, get this country on on track, and, and we cannot be nice to violent people. That's the whole point of the police. That is the whole point mm-hmm. of the rule of law, is when people say they want to kill you and hurt your children. No, you, you hurt them back and you, and you put them away. Maybe you kill them. Maybe you put them in prison. These are rough things, but these are rough times, and that is what law is for. The, the sanctity of the state is at its last the, the 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 last bastion is violence unfortunately that's what mm-hmm. law is undergirded by yeah and when people come too. for the republic there 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 sometimes is violence and if there isn't or if you're not willing to do it and that's the kind of soul that they're trying to get at is like oh well we got to take this back you're not trying to take us back you're you're trying to take us away from democracy and mm-hmm. so if you try that, we got to stop you. You cannot say that this election doesn't count because we don't like it. And maybe we'll have people shoot you. You can't. We cannot wait for you to start shooting senators. If you mm-hmm. start that, we put you away. And that needs to happen. And when Pascal's saying, anybody who is standing up for this sedition, do not let them be seated in the next Congress. And that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff I think we got to do.
1: Yep. Well, but in a normal, in, you know, if this was any, anywhere near a normal uh, administration, can you imagine? I mean, the attorney general and the, FBI, the head of the FBI and, and, you know, the leaders of Congress would be holding press conferences and talking about this. That's and they're not. Not mm-hmm. a word. And, and mm-hmm. it's, in fact, the Republican supporters of Trump in Congress are silent on this.
0: That's exactly right. In fact, the
1: uh, dangerous political party. They are dangerous. In in other countries, I think that they would be outlawed. I really do. We can't do that. The lawyer
0: for for uh, Krebs, Jim Walden. Sorry about the jumping all over you. I think you are in a delay, and I am missing some of uh, matching your your uh, your your, your pacing there. But the lawyer for um, for uh, Krebs, uh, uh, Jim Walden, said if. if anyone needs to be reminded that public calls for violence beget violence this is the clarion call if blood is spilled it is on the hands of the president his campaign his lawyers and the silent republicans standing in the president's shadow it certainly seems to uh, bear out what you guys are saying
3: can we also by the way uh, blame the cops a little bit because i don't think they're doing yeah. the job properly mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that they. This is now months ago when these fuckers mm-hmm. brought their AKs to the to the state house in Michigan. The mm-hmm. cops are all gentle with them. You know, if it's an unarmed black man selling loose cigarettes, he'd be dead. But a guy with an actual gun, going there to stir up violence, the cops just basically don't give a shit, right? And the house. one thing, guy, but a
1: hundred or or five hundred. Yeah.
3: The police you know, union like, thing
0: has to be solved because there's something strange if, if, going if you, on with police you're cop,
3: unions. Like how can you not want to these people to go home? Like it's that's basic cop stuff, it seems to me. The job is to is to keep everybody safe. So having a bunch of dudes hanging out with like assault weapons is probably not gonna accomplish that. Um it's just pathetic. So I know that we don't, we, we, you know, we don't want to give voice to the whole defund the police thing because of the semantics, but we really have to rethink that aspect of it too. Because it's the, what's what's happening. I mean, I I feel like you know maybe mm-hmm. they're okay in Michigan and they're protecting her. I, I don't know if who is doing the security there, but um, mm-hmm. it's insane to me. Every time there's like a bunch of white people heavily armed, everybody's fine. Every time there's unarmed people of color protesting anything that's when the cops start putting with the tear gas and the rubber bullets mm-hmm. and all that stuff right mm-hmm. that's ridiculous you're either going to be a cop or you're going to be a, a Gestapo, and if you're going to be a Gestapo, then maybe you shouldn't have any funding, and you should go find another fucking job. Yeah,
0: the police need to re- need maybe to serve the communities. They can't serve whomever bosses are paying them, whatever money is coming through their their ranks. By the way, you mentioned that it might be of Russian origin, Nina. There is, uh, you know, people who who do this kind of stuff on the web uh, who point out that the. Sister side or the brother side to the uh, site you were talking about. I don't want to give out their name because they don't deserve the publicity. But yeah. their their sister site was uh, registered to a Yandex, um, to oh, a Yandex address, which is basically Russian, basically Russian. Um, so you know, and I, when you look at the actual site itself, there's so much detail. I mean, what i blacked out, you couldn't really tell what was underneath it. But there's you know, there's satellite images of people's homes. There's addresses. Yeah. There's a lot of detail that is just I don't know if if an average little you know yeah. homegrown group is going to come up with that. That feels to me like the whole thing is put up by an intelligence yeah. organization because the detail is insane.
1: Yes, much bigger. Mm.
2: Yeah. Also, I like, the, a, I like the a, buttons uh, down there for Gab and v- Yes, not I saw Russian that.
0: at all. I saw that. Right? Who uses Vcontact in uh, in uh, in the United States? Nobody, but surely they do in Russia. So the you Trump know, we campaign could, had... Trump campaign had some contactist stuff. Uh, interesting, and there's lots of Yandex connectivity to the whole Trump campaign too. So, yes, yeah, so here we go. You know, we are still in the midst of an attack, probably, uh, of cyber proportions from the from the Russians, and that's probably going to continue for a while. It's probably not going to go away. What's shocking is that the GOP is so silent about this because these are now mm-hmm. our elected officials. I mean, it's fine that Trump is known. You know, he'll be outgoing, but you know, the, for there to be people sitting in our Congress and sitting in the Senate, as you're pointing out, uh, Greg, and not saying not speaking out against this that's insane
3: it's not shocking this has been going on for four years i i when trump got elected four years ago i thought we're going to make mincemeat of this guy because once republicans know what this guy's up to they're going to want to get rid of him too because republicans historically Mm -hmm. are anti russia you know say what you will about the john birch society but they did not like the russians did they (laughs) now uh, that was the thing that surprised me the most. Oh, they're not going to do anything because they're in on it too. Mm -hmm. You know, they're part of the the thing. And and we have not done a good job at communicating that. And I think that bore out in the election when people voted for Biden and then voted Republican down ticket or down Mm -hmm. ballot. Um, We have to make that tie and make it clear that these people abetted this monster. And I think, and I've been saying this a lot Um, unfortunately with COVID, by the time Biden and Harris are in office, there's going to be half a million people dead, um, or we're gonna be in that range. And the appetite to look at what went wrong and why is going to be, I would think, high. Um, it's, It's no longer gonna be a case of, oh, it's a hoax. Oh, the masks don't do anything, blah, blah, blah. It's gonna be pretty clear that it's real. It's undeniably real. And Trump made it worse. So, when we go and back and look at what he did and what he knew when he knew what Kushner knew when he knew why they didn't do anything, this is Trump and Pence and Kushner, all three of them. They're they're joined together. They should be, you know, bound in irons for all eternity.
0: These three. Yeah. This is this, uh, you know ICC I stuff. Think, this is I, that's the crimes only against humanity.
3: That that's the only hope that we have of public opinion. Uh, people sort of waking up to what is happening mm. and realizing that this isn't your granddad's Republican Party. This isn't Eisenhower stuff anymore. This is bad. You know, it's it's what Nina said. This is if this were in Europe, the party would be outlawed. It, 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 it's you know, it's un-American. Period. No, I Don't like a... to use that word because it's you know, brings up just... uh, unpleasant associations. But it's true.
2: It was it's a... un-American. It's, it's not American. It's not funded by Americans. Mm-hmm. It's not scripted by Americans. Exactly. It's not American.
0: It's an undemocratic yeah. and un, an un-American force that's certainly influencing our lives. There was a guy on, uh, at least a nurse on 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 one of the news channels the other day, describing how she was treating someone with COVID in in I think it was Utah or something like that. Um, and the guy refused to believe, firstly, that it, that COVID even existed. He's suffering from it. He's he's in 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 real danger of dying. And then he eventually does die. Uh, of a disease that he did not believe actually existed and did not believe that he had. And he's in the hospital doing that. And that is how big the gulf is between, you know, the two realities that we're living with here. It's like, there are people oh, who just don't mis- accept it.
1: Cell. He's been living in that misinformation cell and listening to Trump and, Oh, it's just the flu.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just the flu. The flu kills so many people. You know, it's just not, not that much different from the flu. I mean, that's what he's been doing all along. But to, in an ICU to, uh, to,
0: with people dying all around him.
1: To, yeah, I mean, to, but to Greg's point, I mean, you know, there is this whole discussion, I think, going on in the Democratic, uh, you know, the Biden camp about whether, you know, how much do they go after this, you know, the, the origins of this disaster. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to Obama in 08, you know, I mean, remember what he lent, what they landed, what they hand, what the Republicans handed Obama. You know, it's the same thing. They've handed. Or, am I on a tape delay still? Yeah. No, I. Uh, uh, I
0: think you're okay, they, but I, we lost Eric. so. The
1: same, they handed him this. They handed over a a shambles, a disaster, and 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 Obama. It, it, they made the decision not to investigate the Iraq War, which was built on lies and bullshit, in which the which the Brits actually did run it an investigation into and got the Chilcott report and named names. Well, we should have been doing that here and they didn't, but they didn't hold anybody to account. And I think not holding anybody to account, well, it really caused some problems. I think it got you Trump in the end because you didn't, call, you didn't hold to account the, you know, everybody knew they got completely shafted with the, with the uh, economic, with the, with the crash. And it wasn't explained to people in the Midwest that it wasn't Obama, that it was, you know, this this disaster that blood and treasure wasted on a on a ridiculous, not a ridiculous, a disastrous folly of a fucking war. Mm -hmm. And they didn't they didn't explain that they didn't, you know, hold open hearings and have people come in. So now they're having the same conversation. It's the same people, Mm -hmm. Biden and the rest of them. And I think they're having this conversation saying, well, we're probably just gonna have to heal. We're gonna have to move forward. And especially with the situation as it is now, where you have 70 million people who are persuaded that their election was stolen from them and you have armed maniacs in their, at their disposal, that they don't want to now take Trump and put him and Trump in the regime and put it in the dock because that's exactly what these people expect them to do. They expect now, because they always expected that Obama was going—I mean, they were fed this bullshit during the Obama years—that Obama was going to put them in FEMA camps and that they you know—that if they lost, they were going to lose everything. They—they they believe that now. They believe that the socialists are taking over, and if they put Trump in the dock, so. They're in a, they're in a, they're in a position that I I don't know. I mean, smarter people than I hopefully are trying to figure it out. I don't, I, I agree that they should be in the dock and that it should be aired out and they should hold them. They should hold hearings every single day. But you know, again, also do they have the spine? Does Mm -hmm. Pelosi and Schumer and, and, you know, could they pull that off with Biden and, you know, let's say the Senate remains Republican. Could Pelosi and Biden pull off something like that in Washington and really really hold hearings Well, I mean, um, the hearings have
0: to happen right they have to happen
1: well you've got tish james in new york who is mm-hmm. going to take them and and, yeah. and maybe silence they are going to take them to court but it's not the same as what you're talking about which is this the, the this epic government malpractice that we witnessed Oops. Oh, and it, it happened so fast, and there's been so much disaster after disaster, and so much "what the fuck" going on every day, that we can't even com- comprehend it. I mean, you have to watch totally under totally under control the Alex Gibney documentary just to see it encapsulated in what they did with the with the COVID situation yeah. and how yeah. they said, "Oh, well, let's just use this shock doctrine. Let's just use this as a as an opportunity to to let our to privatize everything," you know. Fuck the National Defense Production Act. Let's just give the business to our to six giant health companies, and 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 no contracts, no bid contracts. It's all illegal, all of it. And, and who's the going profiteering,
0: to profiteering? Go
1: profiteering that happened. Profiteering, so that was, terrible. They, they saw it as an opportunity. Almost mm-hmm. immediately, they saw it as an opportunity to make money. I mean, it's one of the and, biggest and,
0: human uh, crimes in history. I think, um, so it needs to be. Absolutely. It needs to be aired out, and we certainly need to know the truth. I mean, you know, but COVID so to me the is, is almost
1: so. Greatest sorry, human crimes. So was the Iraq War one of the great yeah, human crimes in, exactly. history, uh, crimes in human history? And again, we're not digging into that.
3: We don't. Sure. It, the way of this country is not to dig into anything. You know, Ob- Obama didn't mm-hmm. do it. That was a failure. Uh, Ford, pardon Nixon. That was a failure.
1: Well, but the church uh, committee you, and the church committee and yeah. the CIA.
3: Right, and then the what? Happened? And then we Nixon told- and a lot of the guys got away with he stuff. You it. go back in time. It's it 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 keeps going to the to the Civil War when when we let the Confederates who were traitors, literally traitors, off the hook basically after the Civil War because Lincoln That's was. Johnson didn't do anything. So this is what we do in this country. We don't look back. We don't examine. We don't, we just turn the page. We're moving forward and we never learn. And we keep repeating the same and and paying for the same sins that we have yet to atone from. Um, And I think that maybe I'm just being hopeful, but um, I think that the appetite is going to be greater to investigate and bring down Trump than it was with, even with Bush and Cheney. It's more of a thing that that affects people in the country than the war in Iraq does. Not that I'm not minimizing that. It's awful, preventable, stupid, colossal waste of money and resources and just a sad, horrible thing. But this this disease penetrates so many different people, including the guys that deny they have it while they're dying of it and this and that, um, that I think there will be appetite for it. But the other piece is, we can't, you know, if you're talking about counterintelligence, which I, I don't like that word because it kind of makes my my, my head um, count. What does that mean? It means anti-intelligence it means we're dumb. Like All that means is like going after the spies who are trying to, um, you know, do stuff for hostile foreign governments. And how can Trump and Kushner just go scot-free and not be major national security threats to the United States? They can't. It's, it's, it's really, at this point, apart from all else, it's a huge national security concern. Mm-hmm. Those two especially need to be in prison in, a, in one of the holes where they do not communicate ever again with the outside world. And the next time we hear from them is 20 years from now, at, uh, we read an obit that they're dead. And that's it. We need to, we need to put is, them... That's, in in not, likely need to. that's not, likely not
1: likely to happen. That's just not likely to happen. Right. It has to happen.
3: Well, they I
0: can't. mean we Trump could argue that,
1: but
3: Trump it's... can't wander around on his own network spew telling you don't think Trump, who's a billion dollars in debt, is gonna just give secrets away for money? Of course he is. Kushner is probably already doing it. There's an investigation into the whole Qatari thing where he, he basically Qatari thing he demanded the blockade, he pushed for the blockade. When they gave him money for his fucking building, he stopped it. That mm-hmm. is espionage. That is a capital crime. That is a capital crime.
1: There's much more of what what he I did know. with MBS. There's much more.
3: Oh, there's tons more than that. This is a capital crime. We can't have this little motherfucker running around just.
0: But there would be presidents America. committing crimes or people committing crimes that. for presidents since this dawn, since the dawn of our country. So I mean, it's not like you, you know, it's just the way it's. This has been far more open and far more egregious. But you know, that's what sort of what. Presidents sometimes have to do is do things that are somewhat illegal. Um, no,
3: no, 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 no. You're you're mixing up two different things. Yeah, but the whole idea that you're not supposed to prosecute the president comes from the fact that because the person is the president, they might have to do things that are morally weird. Like, for example, if George W. Bush was not the president, he would not have presided over the Iraq war. He wouldn't be in Texas being like, I'm at the baseball game and I'm bored. Let's go invade Iraq. You know, he did that because he was the president. So therefore, because he's the president, he should be indemnified from decisions that he made in the national interest. I don't agree with the decisions, but that's the logic behind it. Right. It does not mean you can go in there and just use and exploit the office for profit. It's written into the founding documents. You're not allowed to do this. And people don't. I mean, if you go back and look, there are very few scandals where presidents are taking money and doing bribing. And this is very few. But, I'll bring LB country. in
0: here because he's just joined us. Hi, LB. But I also I did want to talk about the intelligence. <laughs> intelligence groups do this all the time. <laughs> it, intelligence groups break the law all the time. That's what they do. Right. They they go and they do their thing. So, uh, you know, they 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 partner up with organized crimes around the world. They commit crimes. So what's so on? Un- you know, it's you can't. This guy's been terrible. Oh, he's been no. egregious. He's been awful. No. All right. Hi, LB. <laughs> How are you? nice to see you
4: i was like i was in the chat room thank you it's good to see you guys i was in the chat because i wasn't i was so oh i had such a crazy day of work i was like zeph i can't i I, my brain is mush i can't do it but i i wanted to be there to listen to you guys and it's always fun to be in the chat Mm -hmm. and uh, so i'm looking at the chat too um Oh my God, our followers are amazing. They are. We amazing. just love you guys. Yeah. Really, really, truly love you guys. It's amazing, but also because I, I don't like not being on with Nina. It's like I'm I'm the solo girl, and then <laughs> except for Nina, so um, well, then I was like, I, I, I gotta get in there with I'm Nina. Sorry.
1: I'm so glad you got yeah. on. I'm gonna have to go on pretty soon though. I've been I did an interview for an hour before I got on this, so I've been um, I've been zooming but, for a long time. Yeah, I need my. I know. I need my dinner. (laughs) Everyone's hungry.
4: I need to make the dinner, too. Although I see the flyer.
1: I see your flyer side, aren't you? I'm in my my flyer side
4: spot because it's winter, so the sun goes down early. And I can be there because the sun's not coming in from behind. Okay, okay. I'm in my bedroom,
1: everybody. <laughs> it's, it's a very nice bedroom.
4: <laughs> it's, it's the only place where the teenager, you know, I don't want to upset the flow of my household with work because, you know, they get to, they, you know, they're quarantined here. It sucks, right? Mm. So um, anyway, oh, okay, okay. You were talking about crime and presidents. Right. Yeah. What's All your right. thoughts? This This motherfucker is going to prison. That is my thought. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. This is where we really can. Our voices will make a difference. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you guys, they will. And half a million dead Americans are making a difference. This isn't anything like Richard Nixon um, or any of the other, you know, or George Bush. That was awful, that that war, those Mm -hmm. wars, right? That that guy fucking got us into. And And the economic collapse. And the economic collapse, right? And just this sort of lack of understanding that the government is for the people and to make sure we're fucking okay, right? The thing about Bush that, I just want to talk about this for a little bit because I've never actually been able to share this and it's something that... um. That Unk said to me, right? Years ago. And he's like, well, the pro- there was many prob there were many problems right, with that, with those wars, getting into that war. But the biggest thing, if you remember, for me and for him, what he said to me was, it's the first time we put the war on a war on credit.
0: Mm. Interesting. And we
4: never asked the American people to make a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a shared sacrifice. It wasn't like we're go- except for our, uh, you know, our kids, our, our our husbands and wives and sons and daughters and and friends that we sent over to fight in the war. Americans didn't. Uh, the civilian America did not participate. Mm-hmm. In that war effort, nor were they asked to sacrifice anything for that. It was just put on a fucking credit card. Mm-hmm. And what were we told to do? We were told, go shop. Remember that? Yeah. When, yeah. when Americans like, okay, what should we do to help with this war effort? Literally what we said to us, go shop. Mm -hmm. don't let the economy fall apart for this. Well, actually the economy is supposed to take a hit for a war because we're all supposed to feel it. We're all supposed to constantly have a measurement in our daily lives. that says, is this sacrifice worth it? Are we gaining anything that's worth it? World war two worth it. (laughs) We got it. Everybody got it. And everyone participated in that war effort. Mm -hmm. Um, Not so with this now 12 year war. And, that mistake—that was—that was a huge mistake. There were Rumsfeld should have been fucking in jail. I'm sorry. There was shit that went down that was awful, and all of that. And Greg is right. We as Americans, we allow the next administration to come in and say, "Let's just turn the page. Let's get done with that nightmare, and let's move on." Okay. Here's where it's different. And with Obama, it happened in 2008 because something monumental was also happening with that election by electing him. Mm -hmm. there There was a big thing that happened for us in our maturation, in our growth as a nation by electing Barack Obama. And there was real triage that he had to get into and do that had that actually was, if you really roll back, it was connected to the fucking war on credit and the massive deficits and, the, and where the economy is going and all these default swaps and all this corruption that was allowed to just run rampant in Wall Street, much of it run by criminal syndicates. I'm sorry, Bear Stearns was a fucking criminal front. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. guys, it was. It was. That's, what they let that, that's what they let that fucking thing go off the side of the cliff.
0: But so is Deutsches, so is Kirkland, so he's like so many. They're all just syndicates.
4: But what is the thing that got Joe in, Mm -hmm. right? And there'll be a political revelation, I believe, if it hasn't already happened by those who we elected in power. The thing that got him in really was that America said, we cannot stand for this man anymore he won by a massive margin it was a huge mandate yes there are tens upon tens of millions of americans who are still really believe in trump and they really are in that propaganda silo that stuff that nina keeps saying it's real it's real. you don't need russia anymore we're Mm -hmm. this is our this is our disease and we got to deal with it right well the way you deal with that is to bring all the facts to light so that people aren't still so they can't negotiate themselves around the the information that's out there they can't be in their silo their information silo needs to collapse on them now there's a lot of people to hold accountable for that this is a very complex thing that we're heading into and on top of that another thing that you guys brought up this was such a great show by the way to watch in the audience cuz you guys were amazing and you're hitting all these amazing points for me i was like oh, oh it's exciting um but the other big thing that you talked about early on that is also part of this is what frank faglusi was bringing up when mm-hmm. you guys addressed that of look it's a cult it's in the it's the end game for the cult they're going to be forced to materialize the reality that they have sold themselves on being because the cognitive dissonance, is, its we're at that point where it's just crashing, crashing, crashing. Um, that the silo that they're in, yes, there's a left silo, sure, Nina, but really we're... We're not in a silo. <laughs> no, we're, we're not. not. I don't think I never thought we were. You're not in a silo. We're not in a silo. We're out there with the fucking reality of what's going on. The mm-hmm. silo and the bubble really does exist in the Trump cult and the people who have been profiteering off of that including elected officials who are willing to just be seditious traitors because what do they fucking care? It's all been a con for them from the beginning. These people never read the constitution. They never took a civics class. They don't I don't think Kevin McCarthy knows that he's <laughs> being seditious. I don't think he knows what that means. I think he's a fucking moron. Okay, so it's the same with the evangelicals, by the way, you guys. They don't read the Bible. They haven't read it. They don't know what's in it. They don't even know what it is. They don't care. They just grab onto sound bites and they go. They listen to their preachers if they even bother to listen to preaching. Uh, But the rest of them just say they're evangelicals or they're white or they're Christians because that's an identity thing for them that they've gotten from right-wing media. They just, they just, Awful. We do have awful Americans and a lot of idiocy. Fine. Right? They're in this bubble. Fine. It's starting to crash against reality in a big way because, you know, he lost the Supreme Court. This horse, it's all horse shit. This guy is a con bullshitter. The whole thing is a house of cards of bullshit. And it's going to come crashing down on these people and they are going to get violent. So the one thing I want to bring into that conversation, not to just only come on here to review the whole podcast you guys already mm-hmm. did <laughs> but to add into this that also understand in our call and we need to call for it and we need to press for it constantly 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 on all of our platforms that yes you need to look into the crimes i want to know about Jared kushner and what he did with covid profiteering i want to know about mm-hmm. donald trump trump and what he might have mm-hmm. done with covid profiteering i want to know what mm-hmm. happened to jamal khashoggi there's an amazing documentary coming out about all that oh, it's gonna it's, it's gonna It's going to blow people's fucking minds. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's going to, it's going to freak people the fuck out. Okay. So all this shit, these, it's all coming forward. My people, Nina's people, Greg's people, Zev's people, we are all going to keep bringing this out, pushing it, using our platforms, uh, you know, going big, going for film and television, going for big shit. We are, we're doing it. It's going to happen and we're going to keep pressing uh, Joe and, Kamala to do the right thing and our elected officials to hold them accountable. Nancy Pelosi has not been doing it. I'm sorry. She's amazing, but she has not been doing it. We need public hearings. We need this shit to go down. Remember with all of that, you guys, this is the one thing I want to say. Remember that Joe and Kamala now have also been able to see as has Nancy Pelosi and the gang of eight, what the FBI has been trying to say and tell us Mm. about And what people like us have been saying about how just under the surface of this MAGA thing is a violent terror network of radicalized citizens and militias that is unlike anything we have ever been up against before. If you go what used to be gab, I would go in there and I'd look at that. I'd go in those right, far right forums. And now that's center right. It's the Republican Party now, full stop. There's no other it's not fringe anymore, it's the it's the core of the party. You go in there and you look at what people are saying and these motherfucking people have been radicalized beyond anything you could ever imagine. Yes, Americans are radicalizing other Americans and they're participating in it. Yes, they had a lot of foreign help in setting up this radicalization network and these algorithms and this messaging. It's really, really bad. I'm not trying to scare you, I'm trying to let you know that our new leadership now has their eyes on that. So if they're putting out a message of calm and healing, it's because they're also looking at threats. And for (laughs) the first time ever, really, truly, for the first time ever in this nation, our domestic threats are far outweigh, far outweigh, Mm -hmm. Any mm-hmm. of our international threats, okay? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. they, they so, do, or they appear to, because I mean, sometimes I feel like there's a lot of
4: no, they, fire. They do. Up there, they you they know, smoke do. I the not mm. fucking around with this. He, mm. They are not fucking around. I'm not a huge Chris Ray fan. Everybody who's followed me a long time knows that. Mm. I'm telling you, for that guy to be raising the flag as consistently as yes. he has raised the flag mm-hmm. in testimony in front mm. of Senate and Congress means it's a big. Fucking deal! It's a big but the fucking. FBI, the FBI has been aware of this for a long
1: time, and they haven't done anything yes. about it. And to Greg's point earlier, oh, you don't know cops, that. They, the local cops that. are not doing anything, and that's different. no. The FBI, the FBI has been aware of it. I understand it, but there, there is a, there is a lot of evidence that this has been going on for a long time. I know that there are people, there are good people out there watching it, but it hasn't been taken quite as seriously. As the Muslim threat for a long, long time, while well, this was growing and growing, and you know, uh, where's the truth? And Re- the Truth and Reconciliation Commission that Greg's talking about, or whatever it's going to be, some kind of some kind of hearings are or being called to account, other than uh, Tish James, you know, sort of a national look at COVID and what they did, how they profiteered off of COVID, you know, in this milieu how are they going to pull that off? I don't understand it. Uh, you know, I mean, I think what you, one thing you're leaving out about the COVID profiteering and looking at it is, you know, Washington Post, New York Times, American Oversight, all of these organizations are foyering the hell out of the government right now to find out what they did with that Operation Airbridge and, and, and what are, you know, the Kushner the Kushner hands off hundreds of millions of dollars and it probably yeah. goes into the, vaccine, it probably goes into the vaccine business as well. For sure. So who, who is going to, who is going to, it's, are we leaving it to the, to the Washington post, the Washington post, I'm writing, I'm writing about this Oops. right now. And the Washington right, post easy. has foiled this stuff. They foiled it. And it's not, you know, this has been months. They may never get it out. Mm. I have to go too. Yeah, I know we all. Have to well, okay, has everybody there, has, has to
4: go. Okay, there's great. He's, He's back. Okay, so let me say this, Nina. I yeah. can't wait for. I can't. I, I you guys be able to show it
0: together, not, the two of you.
4: If you're not familiar with Nina's work, and I'm not just mm. saying this because I love her. If you're not familiar with Nina's Nina's work outside of seeing her on Narrative, because the Narrative audience also, you know, it, they're very well informed, but you know, they can't they can't read and see everything. <laughs> you know, as it's, it's great as they are, the you really power. you really need to look at her work. It's you know so i'm very excited nina you're the right well, i'm working person. on a book about this it'll be out okay in, you're in the right and Can't you
0: have wait. a book out oh, right now as oh, well okay. which everyone wants to read Can't as well wait. Wait. Uh, Trump, yes.
1: yeah, Trump. hopefully Trump we won't have to talk to about them again after the 21st of january i hope,
4: I hope read not it, read it I hope. now but read it out. Okay, so but I want to say this. So Zev, I'll just tease a little something that I brought to Zev a little bit ago. That actually I was working on. I gave it to a, a, another news outlet just because they were uh, they were in the story already, and they're you know you know how slow it is, and I'm like okay, I'm not waiting for you anymore. Um, so I talked to Zev. So this is v- open information, but no one's bothered to really dig and look into it. <laughs> Um, Blackwater started training our police forces Mm. in 2010. Mm. Mm -hmm. They started going in with the contracts because, uh, uh, on the state and even a more sort of local or city level state of Oregon, city of Lexington, Kentucky, city of New York city. It's Mm. amazing. It's an amazing map
3: of all of these
4: places that, that started to, um, uh, in, in, um, where George Floyd was, right? It's an amazing map if you look at it of the the principalities and the and, and even the states that brought blackwater in. Um, it wasn't a lot of money for blackwater at the time, for Eric Prince at the time. It wasn't a big part of his business, but they kept growing and growing it because radicalizing they were buying, the police forces. Well, well, that's the that's the question because the police forces were buying up military equipment. Mm-hmm. And they needed training on this equipment. And so they brought in the mercenary force now at the time to train them. Mm-hmm. So at the time, you know, and they started training in police tactics across the board, right? You watch that. Remember that, that elderly man that was a protester? I can't remember where it was. I'm so sorry, you guys, who, who got the police was, was marching and he was protesting and they just knocked him down and kept marching over him and he bled out. I think that was, he was Minnesota. I was thought it was, was New- it,
3: it was in Buffalo, I thought. I thought it
4: was New York. Oh, I thought it was, Buffalo. yeah, I think North it might West be been Buffalo. West. Yeah, I thought it was, it was New York. West. Okay. So that's the, kind of, <laughs> that's the kind of, that's a, that's not uh, that's not traditional police training. <laughs> yeah. And there's some, there's a, I've, I've, ta- I've been uh, sort of gathering up sources and talking to folks that that are from the non-Blackwater, regular police training and what that's supposed to look like and what they come in. And then you have the Eric Prince version of police training. Um, And that's where I think we all need to go in. We need to go in and start looking at that. Because imagine go back to 2010 and let's circle back to those wars, right? And here come in these special forces guys, right? The police, these young police officers might not know the difference between private military uh, contractors and you know, and a lot of those guys are former special forces anyway, and and real Marines or something, right? Like current Marines. They're just looking at the Blackwater guys, going, Oh, these are our, heroes Mm -hmm. these are our soldiers right imagine the bonding that happens in that now the Mm -hmm. information i'm interested in and imagine the power that eric prince and his men had to influence the culture and psychology of these police forces that they were training Mm -hmm. and what i'm really interested in and no one's done this work yet um is is finding out how many former blackwater Folks are now police officers, and where are they? Because I know they they formed a brotherhood. They formed a brotherhood.
0: That is so interesting. That's
4: what we're seeing. That's part of what we're seeing.
0: And now, Eric Prince has just signed a contract to work with the Wagner Group, which is basically Putin's mercenary group.
4: We so, group. Yeah, yeah. so it's not yeah, very,
0: very easy to see how these killed kill
4: journalists. They kill journalists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
0: that is not the happiest note to leave the show. <laughs> but we are going to leave the show tonight. Uh, LB, Greg, see, thank you for joining. I really appreciate you coming in at the end there. Greg, thank you for being here. Was, uh, check out Prevail, uh, the Substack you know. that Greg does. Uh, Nina Burley, thank you so much. And the book is called Trump Women, and that's been our show live from the uh, Banana Republic of Trump, America. funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative.